0: Welcome to Locked On Marlins, guys. It's the Tuesday episode. It's a solo pod, and I'm asking the question, almost putting forward the suggestion. Should the Marlins extend Kim Ang before the season starts, allowing her to focus on the baseball side without worrying about the offseason and making moves that could hinder the Marlins in the future uh, with the all-in mentality? Going to dig into that. Plus, want to talk about Gene Segura, the great British baseball team, of course, and also Edward Cabrera, all on today's Locked On Marlins. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From England, and welcome to Locked on Marlins. This, of course, is your daily Marlins podcast. I'm your host, Peter Pratt. Hit me up on Twitter at Miami Marlins underscore UK. If you are listening, hit subscribe to that pod wherever you get them. It is free and available. It is your team every day. There is a YouTube channel also, which is called Locked on Marlins. Head over to there, hit subscribe as well. Uh, I am X Media, X Marlins Media, now just a fan of the podcast, bringing you this daily Marlins Smoke. And I think today is maybe the right time to talk about Kim Ang. This contract situation is going slightly under the radar, so I wanted to bring it to life. However, what certainly came to life overnight, uh, well, actually, it was pretty UK-friendly, was the great British baseball team with their first-ever victory in the WBC. It's the first time they have made the tournament and qualified, and they get their first win against Colombia. Harry Ford with a... Bomb, another bomb from Harry Ford. There's back-to-back bombs from Harry Ford. He was crowned, uh, which I absolutely love that celebration, by the way. The Great British team have caught plenty of slack, plenty of flack, sorry, for their jerseys, which have looked pretty terrible and basic. However, the boys on the field have definitely delivered, and their celebrations, the tea celebration, nice. The home run celebration with the crown, equally nice. Huge huge win for the great british baseball team and if they are now hoping and praying maybe that the results go their way in the next couple of games because if the if the british team finish fourth in this group they will automatically qualify for the 2026 tournament no qualifiers required they will know they are in big couple of days for the british team however this plays out they have absolutely covered themselves in glory in terms of their performances Uh, over the past few days. So we'll wait and see how it all goes. Exciting times. It's great to see it in the UK here too. You've got the mainstream media actually covering baseball. Who would have thought who would have thought the baseball would be covered by the BBC? Um but that is it could be the start of something special here guys as you know the London series uh came in 2019. It's coming back this year. They're continuing to grow baseball here in, in in the UK and this only helps Where more eyeballs are seeing the game, it will lead to more kids, more adults being interested in the game, which is only good for the future anyway. So absolutely tip my cap to the British team, no doubt. And thank you for all that reached out on Twitter congratulating me. Equally, for those that are the Colombians uh, that, that equally were feeling a little bit bullish, I would say, before the game. Uh, they they did reach out to say well done and congrats to the Great British team as well. So wait to see what happens in the rest of this tournament. But boy, oh boy, it has been a stunning tournament for Great Britain, and actually, more generally, the tournament has been wild. Anyway, let's let's talk about Kim Ang because it is it, it's, it's something that's been playing on my mind for some time. However. This episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM, and this is the perfect—it's the perfect sponsor for this episode, no doubt. And if you ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your baseball franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo "Locked On." It's all caps in the game, so "Locked On" is your promo ultimatebaseballgm.com to get that game for free. More about those guys later on. Uh, but let's talk about Kim Ang. She ends her final year of her contract in 2023. And I was just thinking about it that maybe the Marlins could and should and Bruce Sherman could and should be considering extending Kim now. I feel like since Derek Jeter has gone, Derek Jeter obviously hired Kim Ang, and it wasn't that arduous a... Uh, uh, an interview process, it was basically like, hey, Kim, are you interested? Yeah, I am. Okay, cool, you've got the job. So that's maybe how Derek Jeter worked in general, where he just kind of hired in people that he knew. Um, and that seemed to be a bit of a flawed concept. When when Kim has now been in the organization, my overarching view is that Kim Ang has been a success in the main as a first-time GM. And I'd say that she deserves the opportunity To carry on beyond this year, I completely get it that people will say we need to see the results first. We need to see what the Marlins can do in 2023. In some ways, that is fair, and that is the measuring stick for GMs wins and losses. And and listen, if the Marlins lose or only win 69 games again in 2023, that will be a disappointing season for the Marlins, no doubt about it. However, clearly like last year so much can go on so much can happen that leads to that result you have to look at the way things are trending the approach that the organization is taking they're in they're in a transitionary phase right now where you've gone from Donny to skip the roster in the past two off seasons has been heavily heavily adjusted via trades and free agency and there's going to be plenty more of that to come. And I feel like overall, the majority of moves in terms of the playing staff, the coaching staff are really positive. Equally, I feel like the vibe around the ballpark is positive. And you only have to look at, you know, what is the measuring stick here? In some ways, Kim is perfectly justified in being extended because of the extension. They they managed to negotiate with Sandy Alcantara, which... Is one of the most stunning deals um, you know, out there in terms of value. Like she nailed it. And actually, when I look at Kim's trades in the main, and that's often that's the other way that you measure GMs, right, in terms of their trade, you know, wins and losses and, and et cetera, et cetera. I think you look at the majority of trades that Kim has been able to execute, and there's barely there's barely an L in there. A lot of them, in my opinion, are dubs. I I go back and look at particularly the Starling Marte-Jesus Lozado deal. Yes, ideally you would have traded, uh, sorry, extended Starling Marte because he certainly would have filled the need and the need continues to exist. However, once that situation became clear extension wasn't going to happen at that point, to go and acquire Jesus Lozado as part of that deal is is a stunning, stunning deal. Um, And I often look at the deals and just think they're, their wins really are. I, I struggle to find one that there's been a, a a big fat L. In reality, the Pablo Lopez Luis Arias deal is probably the highest profile, highest risk in some ways uh, that Kim has been involved in. However, early indications are Luis Arias looks like a stud. Can the rotation hold up? Can Johnny Cueto step up and you know kind of solidify that three, four, five spot in the rotation? and you know you're asking for lazardo to step up and be the two you're asking for trevor rogers can he return and bounce back i think he can you're asking edward cabrera can you give me a full body of work and then you're asking Cueto just to be a four or five i'm liking what they've doing they've changed the direction this is the other thing for kim and with skip they they've clearly had a uh, a move away from the past and the type of profile and player that the marlins were seeking and for me, I think it's, it was worth, it's definitely worth going in a different direction. What they've done previously didn't quite work. And I think when we look at the free agent acquisitions in, in obviously, Jorge Soler and Avisel Garcia, it's a bit spotty in that area, though, right? But, you know, we'll see how Cueto goes. We'll see how uh, Mean Gene Segura goes. Um, but overall, I think Kim Ang's body of work in totality, it's been, it's been positive, in my opinion. The results haven't been, so I I completely get it. Is it too soon to extend Kim? I don't think it is, and personally, I would do it now. I would do it now, so it takes away a the narrative, b the distraction. Right now, if Kim knows, maybe she already does, and so this might be, you know, total nonsense or a waste of time. Kim may already know that they, you know, she's going to be extended. We don't know that, but if she doesn't then that would likely be a distraction. Then all of a sudden, you're in a a contract year, a prove-it year, and next thing is, you start making decisions, short-term decisions, to try to improve wins and losses in 2023 that might, in the next three seasons, really hamper your club. I'm not saying that's what you do, but I'm saying if you have a job to fight for and you have these decisions to make, you're going to be looking after yourself too and looking to you know, get the Marlins to a number that they they feel is satisfactory in terms of wins and losses and that will keep her job. I prefer that not to be the case. We have to look at the division in the NL East. It is loaded. I think looking at wins and losses in some ways is a real tough measuring stick in looking at the the position in the division. It's a real tough measuring stick. And in some ways you'd like Kim and the Marlins to see this as more of a midterm project at this point. The original rebuild phase from Derek Jeter and everything they stripped away and built back up, in reality, was slightly flawed. They missed the mark. There's too many guys and too many prospects that haven't worked, leaving too many holes and not enough depth right now for the Marlins to truly compete. With that being said, they kind of need to take a a bit of a step back and a medium-term approach, in my opinion. And I'd love for Kim to have that longer-term vision, along with Skip Schumacher, to not make knee-jerk reactions to try and protect or save her job. Not to say that's what she'd do, but if you were feeling under under pressure, under the gun, and you come around to the deadline, would you perhaps act differently? Look to add, where maybe adding isn't quite the right move. I don't know. I must say one of the flaws, well, what I would say with with Kim and the way that she operates is, where there's a flaw, she does look to address it. We saw it with the catch-in position two off-seasons ago, went out, acquired Jacob Stallings. No doubt, Stallings offensively hasn't been amazing, but defensively, it was a massive, massive upgrade. At the time, they needed depth, infield depth. Went and got Joey Wendell. They needed some power. They wanted more power. They went out and got Jorge Soler, Avicel Garcia. Yes, it didn't quite work out with either of those guys, but there's still time. Coming into this offseason, right, we need more contact, guys. There's too much strikeout, too much swing and miss. Let's go and get Luis Arias. Let's go and get Gene Segura and plug those gaps. I understand the centre field situation remains a problem, no doubt about it. Tons to get into here on Kimang, no doubt. Let's continue this conversation, uh, but let's also let you know about our new, brand new sponsor. Yes, sir, and those new graphics are there, front and centre for you. And it's the Ultimate Baseball GM. Um, and listen, this is a this is one to geek out on. I am a big, uh, I'm a big simulation guy. Tons of OOTP, but this one's got me going as well, and it's our new partner, and it's the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. And if you've ever dreamed of becoming uh basically a, a GM like Kim Ang then, uh, and managing a professional baseball franchise, well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. Uh, manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff. Uh, managing team finances, scouting and drafting players, something that the Marlins definitely need to improve on, Uh, managing difficult personalities. Oh, boy, we got the locker room vibes going in there too. Um, Also navigating your franchise through free agency, all the ups and downs of a season. It's it's all in there, all in this challenging and realistic uh, game world. Ultimate baseball GM, Here's here's the other good news. It's completely free and playable offline and on the go. So as you want, when you want to. I've downloaded it. I've got it rolling. I am currently playing as the Honolulu Waves. And I'm not going to lie. I have got some nice-looking corner infielders. Corner infielders? Corner outfielders, actually. Um, also, seem to be struggling in the DH spot. Need some more power there. So I'm trying to work on this roster. Brand-new roster. But the Honolulu Waves um, are looking interesting for me. What have you got to do? Well, you've got to get to... Oh, here's Here's the offer. Start there. I'm jumping ahead. Um you got to get yourselves over to probaseballgm.com or scan the code or look it up on the app stores. Pro Baseball, uh gm uh probaseballgm.com <laughs> start your dynasty today. You can get a 100% free boost to the franchise when using the promo locked on in the games in the game store and that's all caps by the way. So locked on gets you that bo- that boost. Get there, get it downloaded right now. You can also play with friends in leagues So if you can all get it downloaded, get the action rolling, we can have a Marlins Twitter, Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. Go get it now, guys, and enjoy. And let me know how you get on. Um, Right then, back to the action here. Just to summarize here on Kim Ang for me, she spots weaknesses. We talked about it. Catcher, went and solved it. Power, went and solved it. Contact, went and solved it. Bullpen, this offseason, went and solved it. For me, Kim, she sees whether there's a problem and she tries to make things happen. It doesn't always come off. N- it never will. Yes, there's still some holes. We know that. But I've I've been encouraged. Every trade she makes, I feel encouraged. I can see the plan. Skip Schumacher and his staff are in. I can see the plan. I'd love Kim to just have, just have the knowledge that she's going to be around for the next, well, beyond this year and make sure that her head is clear away from that. We don't get distracted by that narrative. If she's going to be extended, is she not? Let's just get it done now so she can concentrate on all the stuff that she wants to. And for me, one of the next big things is, can they can they reach an extension with Jazz Chisholm Jr.? For me, it's the next major order of business once the season gets rolling. We've started to see it more and more. More recently, these young studs, they're getting extended earlier, earlier than ever before. And the Marlins, in my opinion, I've said it probably on multiple episodes, They need to make it happen for sure. Let me know what you're thinking, though, guys. I put it out there on Twitter earlier. It's fair to say most people were saying feels too soon, and I completely understand that because the results have not been good. They haven't. Completely get it. Let's also go back to where we were clamoring for a a pay BA situation, and Kim said, hey, I'm just going to take stock and see. Pay BA. In some ways, say that was uh, the right call. Kim seems to make the right call more often than not. I fully trust her and I really like the staff she's been building. I also like the fact that she's bringing in a lot more old hands, old baseball minds into the organization. Not afraid to do it and not afraid to bring back the Marlins alum too. It feels to me all the right decisions are being made. The Marlins, I feel like, are trending in the right right direction, albeit in what is a brutal division due to the money being spent by all the other teams. Um, Let's briefly touch on some of the other news have kind of flicked around a bit here I really wanted to get into team GB early on for not for, you know for obvious reasons I want to talk about Kim I also want to talk about Gene Segura I mentioned this on yesterday's episode uh, and I also put it out there on Twitter I'm I have to say I'm disappointed with Gene Segura um he's you know this is the situation here Gene new to the organization has just signed you know a free agent deal and brand new into the Marlins and he's being asked to do something potentially a little bit different for him being asked to go over there at third base. So position change in a new organization, uh, at a time where there would be and a new coaching staff, um, to everyone. It feels to me like the a time that you'd want to be in and around your guys playing as often together as possible, taking reps at third base, taking reps with at third base with, uh, you know, Joey Wendell at short, whatever it might be, and for Gene Segura, I get it. People, the, the WBC is a vibe, right? Like we can see that it's it looks a lot of fun. Clearly, the, the guys are hyped. Um, and the, the the Dominican roster is is obviously absolutely loaded. And in some ways, that's kind of like I understand why Gene would do that, but at the same time, he's riding the bench. Like Gene Segura, he ain't playing for the DR. He's riding this bench and he's just gonna be, you know, a pinch hit here or there, a bat boy, just a a cheerleader effectively. And for me. As a Marlins fan, I'm disappointed that he's made that decision to go and play. We look at Miggy Rowe, for example. There's, there's loads of other guys, but I think Miggy Rowe was a great example where someone goes down, Gavin Lux goes down, Miggy's going to be asked to be stepping in as a starter. Hey, I wanted to be there with Venezuela um, for obvious reasons, but I'm going to prioritize my new club um, and making sure I'm ready to go at the major league level once the season gets rolling. So I just wanted to call that out on me and Gene. Um, everyone's different. Everyone's got their own choices. Um, but overall I'm disappointed. Edward Cabrera on a briefly touch on him. He, uh, didn't start. He got pushed back a day and then also didn't face the Mets, um, which seemed a bit odd. He ended up pitching on the backfields, uh, and went a little bit less than expected. I think he was expected to go four innings. Only went three, uh, sources. Well, I messaged Jordan McPherson and asked him what, what his view was. Cause he's closer to the action than, than me. And uh, he came back to say nothing to worry about. Um, I think he maybe had a, an upset stomach or some of some sorts in the past day or two. So just a, a precaution with Eddie, nothing major, upset stomach, you know, maybe not feeling great, feeling 100%. You know, just keep the routine, but not have to go full gas against the, uh, the Mets. Um, so with that being said, let's talk about our good friends as well over at FanDuel, yes, sir. Uh, it is FanDuel as well, and it's uh, it's probably beyond the midway point of the NBA season. We're almost getting to the playoffs now. So it must be, must be the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. All you got to do is download the FanDuel sportsbook app. Safe, secure, super easy to use. You can bet on everything, guys. Everything. Money line, point scorers, and number of threes drained. Yes, sir. Uh, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Uh, And on uh, the NBA front and the Heat specifically, I saw my good friend as well, Dan Healy, uh, over... Uh, in Miami right now, he was at the game last night. He is over with his family and his his young lad. I think was, I think was eleven yesterday. I think I saw maybe eight. I'm getting confused with the age, but either way, it was his birthday. Great to see Dan over there celebrating. One of the uh, UK goats, originally part of the Fish Across the Pond podcast, but as well done tons of stuff uh, for the Heat covering them. So I uh, hope you're listening, Dan. I hope you have a great trip. Hope you keep those dubs rolling. I think he is. Uh, on a two-game win streak there for the Heat. So long may that continue. All right, guys, that's going to wrap us up, though, pretty much uh, for Tuesday's episode. I wanted to get it out of there. Great Britain, a baseball powerhouse, first ever win in the WBC. They will be praying that the results go for them and they get fourth place in the pool. It matters. It matters so much to GB because it will mean that they will be in the WBC next time around without qualification requirements. And just imagine it. 2026, Jazz Chisholm Jr. playing for Great Britain uh, along with some of these other studs. I mean, Harry Ford, he's only, I mean, he's, what is he, 19? 20? Harry Ford? He's going to be around for the next one. He should be a big leaguer by then, too. The number one Mariners prospect, an absolute stud prospect, catcher, uh, no doubt. Um, But imagine that with Jazz. What I would say and what a few people have said is, you know, if Jazz is going to be playing, he's going to want to be a little bit more involved in some of these jerseys for the for Team GB. They do need a little bit of uh, finessing or enhancing, let's say, uh, but great to see the boys doing their thing. Hopefully the results go their way. Kim Ang, in my opinion, should be extended now, um, just so she's got that clarity of mind. I think the Marlins will extend her. I just I just can't see a situation where they move away from Kim, Kim Ang at this point. Let's get it done now. Take that narrative away and allow her and Skip just to work together for the next couple of years and have that midterm term view. Um, I'm disappointed with Gene Segura. think he probably made, uh, he made a selfish call, in my opinion, there. Wanted to go and play for the DR. It's all good, I get it. But in my opinion, he should have stayed back with the Marlins and worked on third base and getting to know his teammates. Edward Cabrera, minor hiccup, uh, but nothing major going on. Overall, he's pitching well thus far, and we expect a strong, strong season out of Edward Cabrera. But he does have that one extra boosted, Uh, minor league option, the fourth minor league option, uh, which I believe is linked to uh, missing a ton of time in one of the seasons, so they get that back. Sixto Sanchez was optioned down to AAA earlier on today, so Sixto also had that extra minor league option, the fourth minor league option, and the Marlins have decided to exercise it already. So we know going into 2024, Sixto Sanchez will have zero minor league options. They will have no flexibility. But in reality, it does not matter for Sixto. It is all about can he continue his rehab without any hiccups, without any setbacks. And we see Sixto Sanchez full go in 2023 or 2024. We hope for that. Thanks for making Lockdown Island your first listen of the day, guys. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, of course, a Wednesday's episode as we dig into uh, today's game. Uh, Going on today, I can see it is the familiar outfield of uh, Jorge Soler, Jazz Chisholm, and uh, Avisel Garcia. The A-team is out. Can the Marlins get a win in spring? We'll cover it tomorrow.